Hello, how y'all doing today? Uh, you know, back again with episode two of Jay's Talks. Uh, thank you guys for all the support on the first episode. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. Um, a lot of people reached out to me saying that they liked the episode and like they were curious on uh, wanting to get on to the next episode. So like, if you like, I'm open to that. Um, it would be a lot easier if you guys like sent me a topic that you wanted to talk about on the show or like on the episode. Um, you can like, if you, I mean, a lot of you have my number, just text me, um, Instagram, whatever. But like, thank you guys for your support um, on the first day, first episode. Uh, you know, I plan on doing like this more often, but like right now it's just kind of hard, like with the semester um, coming towards towards the end in college. So it is what it is. But you know, this should be a good episode for y'all. Thank you guys for uh, really enjoy the topic for today and what we're talking about. So my topic for today, or well. It's more of a question, I would say, is what would you do with an extra $1,000 a month? So just think about that question. Keep it in your head. Keep it in your mind. So I'm just going to go over, like, a couple uh, basic things with you. Um, I'm going to do a lot of reading of information, I guess, which, I mean, I didn't want to do, but, you know, I got to get the information out there. So uh, there's a, a presidential candidate that's running for presidency in uh, 2020. He goes by the name Andrew Yang. And I'm just going to read some of uh, his platforms and, like, what he stands for, I guess. So he's running on the idea of the concept of universal basic income. So let me explain to you guys what a UBI or universal basic income is. Universal ba- basic income is a form of Social Security that guarantees a certain amount of money to every citizen within a given governed population without having to pass a test or fulfill the work requirement. Every universal basic income plan can be different in terms of the amount or design. Now, this is uh, Andrew Yang's plan for America. Andrew Yang is running for president as a Democrat in 2020 on the platform of universal basic income. The UBI he is proposing for the United States is a set guaranteed amount of payments of $1,000 per month or $12,000 per year to all U.S. citizens over the age of 18. Yes, this means that you and everyone you know would get another $1,000 every month from the U.S. government, no questions asked. So you're probably thinking, like, how will we pay for it or, like, how does this work or, you know, why does everybody get it? But you know, I'm going to get to that later in the um, in the discussion. But um, a lot of you probably never heard of a UBI, uh, but it's not like a foreign concept. It's not a foreign thing, and especially not to uh, America. Actually, um, in, like, around 1970 and 1971-ish, uh, when President uh, Nixon was in office, UBI, a UBI bill... Uh, passed the House of Representatives, and um, it never went to effect because it didn't pass the Senate because they could not uh, agree on an amount. I think they, I think it was like set at five hundred dollars, and they wanted to raise it to around like seven hundred dollars, and it, it never got uh, passed through the Senate, so it never went to effect. But a UBI is not like a foreign concept; it's something that has been around and discussed for um, a long time, a, a while. Um, Alaska does a. a a certain form of a UBI actually it's called the petroleum dividend so like every citizen that lives in Alaska you have to live there for more than a year so after you live there for the first year then you can start receiving this uh, set amount of money so Alaska has a lot of oil money and um, one of their governors proposed that the money goes to into the hands of the citizens into the, instead of into the hand of the government so every citizen in Alaska um, receives money from the government every month so they have their own version of UBI, but I'll explain how um, UBI 
that Mr. Yang is proposing will work. So um, why he wants to do UBI? Andrew Yang wants universal basic income because we are are experiencing the greatest technological shift the world has ever seen. By 2015, automation had already destroyed 4 million manufacturing jobs, and the smartest people in the world now predict that a third of all working Americans will lose their job to automation in the next 12 years. Our current policies are not equipped to handle this crisis. Even our most forward-thinking politicians are unprepared. As technology improves, workers will be able to stop doing the most dangerous, repetitive, and boring jobs. This should excite us, but if Americans have no source of income, no ability to pay for groceries, buy homes, save for education, or start families with confidence, then the future could be very dark. Our labor participation rate now is only 62.7%, lower than it has been in decades, with one out of five working-aged men currently out of the workforce. This will get get much worse as self-driving cars and other technologies come online. So why he's really running for president is he saw that um, 2016 election, election that uh, Donald Trump, he won he won the presidency. And a lot of people believe so because he won um, like a lot of the swing states like Michigan, Indiana, Iowa, um, Ohio. He won those states. And a lot of people think it's because in those states, like over 4 million jobs were um, automated away. So that means like robots or like software or AI took the uh, people's jobs. And that was really why they were looking to like Donald Trump for a change. So um, that is why Andrew Yang decided is deciding to run for president because over time, only like it's going to get worse than what it was so far. Um, AI is going to take more jobs. Um, there's software getting created every day and worked on in Silicon Valley every day that will displace people from um, their work. I know. Like, Uber is doing automation. Like, they're working on self-driving cars, self-driving trucks. So, like, as time progresses, this technology is only going to get better and better and better. Um, I know a lot of people, like, uh, call center workers are going to start losing their jobs because eventually, like, you know, you might make a call somewhere and, like, you get an AI and you're like, no, I want to talk to a real person. But eventually it will get to a point where you will not be able to, to tell between an AI and an actual person because the technology would be so advanced. So that's just something to keep in mind. Like, all those people that do that, they're going to uh, lose their jobs. And, like, um, another thing that he says is, like, a lot of people that work in, like, malls or, like, retail stores will lose their job because, like, companies like Amazon are causing um, malls to shut down because not even just Amazon, but, like, a lot of people nowadays just shop online because it's it's way easier, it's simple. Uh, you know, you, you can do it from the comfort of your home, on your couch, in pajamas, chilling. Like, you don't have to go to a store to actually shop, which, I mean... It is what it is now. Like, it's just how the world is today. So, like, a lot of people, like, a lot of malls will shut down, and those people lose their jobs. And a lot of truck drivers will lose their jobs. So, like, he looks at UBI as a way to kind of get ahead of the, ahead of the game and uh, kind of, like, you know, stop this technological shift. You know, it, I mean, you can't stop it. It's going to happen regardless. But this is just, just a way to kind of level the playing field. So, now, a lot of you are probably wondering how uh, UBI will be paid for. So we can go ahead and discuss that now. So, um, and all of these quotes that I'm reading are coming directly from uh, Yang 2020 website. So go check that out. Um, there's a lot of, uh, well, I'm going to assume that Donald Trump is going to win the Republican nomination again. But um, a lot of Democratic, the Democratic Party has a lot of candidates running this year. So like, if you guys, you know, do research, check it out before the uh, Democratic primaries take place. I mean, it's good to, you know, no knowledge on you know, the candidates that are actually running and their platform. So, yeah. But uh, this is how UBI will be paid for.
It would be easier than you might think. Andrew proposes funding UBI by consolidating some welfare programs and implementing a value-added tax of 10%. Current welfare and social program beneficiaries would be given a choice between their current benefits of $1,000 cash unconditionally. Most would prefer cash with no restriction. A value-added tax is a tax on the production of goods and services as a business produces, produces it. It is a fair tax, and it makes it much harder for large corporations who are experts at hiding profits and income to avoid paying their fair share. And that is nothing new. 160 out of 193 countries in the world already have a value-added tax or something similar, including all of Europe, which has an average VAT of 20%. This means to pay for universal basic income, it will come from four, four sources. One, current spending. We currently spend between 500 and 600 billion a year on welfare, programs, food stamps, disability. This reduces the cost of universal income because people already receiving benefits would have the choice, would have a choice, but would be ineligible to receive the full $1,000 in addition to current benefits. And that is the second um, source for paying for UBI. Our economy is now incredibly vast at 19 trillion, up 4 trillion in the last 10 years alone. Avat at half the European level would generate $800 billion in new revenue. Avat will become more and more important as technology improves because you cannot collect income tax from robots or software. Three, new revenue. Putting money into the hands of American consumers would, ingro- would grow the economy. The Roosevelt Institute projected that the economy would grow by approximately $2.5 trillion and create 4.6 million new jobs. This would generate approximately 500 to $600 billion in new revenue from economic growth and activity. Four, we currently spend over $1 trillion on healthcare, incarceration, homelessness services, and the like. We will save 100 to $200 billion as people will take better care of themselves and avoid the emergency room jail in the street and will generally be more functional. Universal basic income would pay for itself by helping people avoid our institutions, which is when our costs shoot up. Some studies have shown that $1 to a poor parent will result in as much as $7 in cost savings in economic growth. So... There's a lot there. Um, obviously, uh, a big source of paying for UBI would be a VAT or a value-added tax. So my thing with that is that like big corporations like Amazon, Netflix, and like Google, they paid zero dollars in taxes. Which I mean, it's not their fault. It's our fault. It's the system. Uh, you can easily get around uh, paying taxes as a corporation if you like have a you know you can hire a decent lawyer, I guess. But um. It's not fair. I mean, they should be uh, paying some taxes. And I guess a lot of people would say, like, oh, if we, if we implement a value-added tax, won't these big corporations, these big companies just get up and leave? Well, no, because as he said, like, um, 160 out of 193 countries already have these value-added tax in place. And the one that he proposes for America would only be um, half the rate of European, like, uh, European countries. They have a 20% value-added tax. And... Uh, um, he's proposing a 10% value-added tax. So, I mean, it's something to think about, but my only problem with a value-added tax is that it uh, it might cause, like, uh, businesses to raise prices for consumers, which is another issue with a UBI, which would be inflation. But um, he addresses inflation, of course, because that would be an obvious topic, uh, obvious question. So uh, he says with inflation... Like, when people receive their $1,000 a month, you know, they're not automatically going to be, like, made of money. So, like, you're not just going to, like, all it takes is one business to stop inflation. So, if you go, say you're going to eat, and you go to McDonald's, 
and you go in, you go in, you look at the menu like, dang, them boys charging a whole ten dollars for a McDouble. That's wild. Cause last week it was like two dollars. So you're just gonna, I mean, like you're not gonna splurge that money on that McDouble. You're gonna actually go to another restaurant or like Taco Bell. Like they still got a taco for like, what is it like nine nine cent? I don't even go talk about like that. But you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna just spend your money because you have it now. You're gonna, you're still gonna be, um, you know, cautious of how much you're spending. So inflation will could be stopped by that way. And most of the things now, like food and, and food prices, are like staying the same or gradually getting lower. But things that are rising in cost are like education and like healthcare and housing. So that's really like where we see uh, most of our money being spent. Um, and like the the idea with UBI is that it will, it will just provide a better lifestyle for people and um, like people would you know. People would not stop working, as a lot of people would assume. Like, you can't live a, a good life off of like twelve thousand or twenty-four thousand dollars. That's not like a, a good lifestyle you want to live. It would just help your means of life. It would just help you, you know, be in a better position. And um, a lot of people are quick to say that UBI would be socialism, but it's not. Um, I think a lot of people have, don't know what socialism is really, and should look up the definition. But um, socialism, like the core principle is a nationalization of the means of production. So, like, the government would um, seize the companies like Amazon and Google and control them. So that's really, like, the idea of socialism. Um, UBI would just grow capitalism because it would just put money into the hands of the American people and, uh, you know, give them more money to spend or buy things in their economy. It would, um, you know, he, he, he wanted to, like, save more local businesses, like, if you're you're out one day and you're like downtown in your town and you're like oh man that that store has like nice clothes the idea is that you you will be able to go in and actually buy like a shirt from them because you have that extra money in your pocket and um the idea is to like get people creating more businesses like if you had like an extra thousand dollars a month more people would you know be able to go out and step out of their comfort zone and actually try to like start their own business become a business owner um, you know, and instead of just working a 40-hour day, which is, you know, something that I honestly would not like to do, but, I mean, it's what most American people are doing now just to get by. Um, and uh, there's a lot of support for uh, UBI. Uh, I've talked to a couple people just around my campus, and a lot of people think it's just going gonna, it's, it's gonna to happen one day eventually. Even um, Elon Musk is uh, on record saying that one day eventually UBI is just going to happen because it's the way of the world. It's just... This is going to take place. Um, Milton Freeman, who is a Nobel uh, Prize winning economist, was for UB, uh, UBI. It says that it will help grow the economy. And um, Martin Luther King Jr. was actually for UBI. He supports UBI. Thinks that everybody should get, a, you know, just money, have a basic income. Because, you know, it will help with eradicating poverty and just improve your quality of life. So my question at the beginning was, uh, the, what would you do with the $1,000 a month? So I'm I'm going to answer that myself. So if I had a thousand dollars a month, uh, that would greatly improve my life for one. Uh, it would reduce like stress on me and my parents. Uh, I would I would uh, definitely help me pay for my college. Uh, I would definitely save a lot of that for my future. But um, it would definitely give me an opportunity and chance to create like my own opportunities, my own. Cause I, I want to own a business one day. A lot of people, a lot of people ask me what I want to do, and 
I'll give them like a basic answer like oh be a lawyer or something like that but like in reality that's not really what I want to do uh I'll one day love to own like a farm and uh me and Asar talking about like starting a brewery and a pub together uh like I want to create my own beer I don't know if you guys know that I mean I've told a couple people but definitely like that would definitely help kickstart that for me and um help me with plans like that you know it'll be great to one day be like a business owner and uh like all my own things so like you know uh I don't know if Andrew Yang will win 2020 uh because he doesn't have a lot of popularity right now but eventually I think a UBI will take place in America just due to automation and uh robots and AI and software taking over jobs so it's definitely going to happen in the future um I think that it would be good for us honestly and I mean I wouldn't I don't know if I'm like sold on the plan that Andrew Yang has for it, but I think that it will uh, eventually definitely happen one day. Um, like, robots are the future. Like, it will just save so much money for people and business owners to uh, just have robots working instead of humans. And a lot of people think that with robots, um, people that lose their jobs when just going to like, oh, actually manufacturing these robots and building these robots, but that is not really the case. Um, I think the statistic, like fact check me on everything. That's what you're supposed to do when you get information, if you didn't know. But um, if a robot, like for every robot that's created, 10 jobs are lost and it only creates like one job. So with that, a lot of people will be out of work. And a lot of people that are losing jobs would be like middle-aged men that are like truck drivers. So these people aren't even gonna know like how to, build a robot, know how to code, know how to do, um, you know, work with technology like that. So it's just a thing that you have to think about for our future. Um, I know for one, like even basic legal work is now being automated. So like uh, an intern that wants to be like a lawyer would try to apply for an internship and like they would go to the corporation and usually they would get a, a, a internship or a job, like an entry level position as like doing research and things like that for the the, um, the firm. But now like that is being handled by AI that can just read so much like and process so much more information faster than a human can. And it's just easier for the firm and it saves them money in the long run to just use AI or uh, software. And like AI can drop a contract better than a lawyer can, which AI is being used for now to do contracts and legal work. So it's just, it's just think stuff like you wouldn't think about that is getting automated. It's a lot of, um, like, a lot of jobs. And another thing is that uh, Andrew Yang is, like, not necessarily pushing for college, but, like, more pushing for tech school. Like, college isn't for everybody. And honestly, like, I mean, college is cool, but, like, outside of that work, like, outside of the work, outside of, like, going to class, college is fun. But, I mean, like, sometimes you just, I mean, it's not for everybody, honestly. But, like... Jobs like a plumber or becoming like an AC repairman, that is going to be really hard to like automate. Uh, so like, you know, you have more job security in actually becoming that than you would in like going to be a lawyer or, you know, just um, being an accountant. Like accountant, accounting is something that's really uh, getting automated now just because it's like plugging in numbers and it was easier for a software to do that. So it's just something to think about. Um so like, I just want to know what what would you guys do with the extra thousand dollars a month? It's something to think about. Uh, it's definitely, you know, something that could improve your life. I think it'll improve everybody's life, for sure. And I 
I mean, there are negatives to it. You can obviously point out things, but I mean, I think there are a lot of positives to it, and it would uh, greatly benefit our society. So, with the with my first podcast, um, I know I asked a question like, you know, and I asked you guys to actually tell me a response. But like, when everybody hit me up like, "Hey, I like the podcast," whatever, like nobody actually told me their um, opinions or what they actually thought um, on the subject. So, but I'm actually really curious to know. Like, what would you guys, like, what would you do? And, like, what, what do you think about UBI and um, Andrew Yang's platform? And, like, what would you guys do with that uh, extra $1,000 a month? So, like, uh, once you listen, just send me your um, your thoughts on the subject, please. Uh, my Instagram is jordang32. And if you have my number, you can just text me or Snapchat me or whatever. But um, I'm definitely, you know, uh, going to be doing more podcasts soon. And I think this is a really interesting topic. Uh, I appreciate you guys for the listen. And, um, like, if if you have anything that you would like um, to hear get discussed on the show, please send it to me. Don't hesitate. Um, I want to know what you guys are interested in hearing. And uh, I, I tried this one out by myself today. So, you know, I don't know if, the, if, the, if it is the best or not. But just, you know, I wanted to try it by myself. But most of the time I think I will have co-hosts or friends with me. Because I know there's a lot of people that really wanted to get on the show that – I'm definitely going to have on the show. So um, peace out. Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day, night, or morning, or whatever it is. Yeah.